Yeah, we're gonna get started. Yeah, give y'all a little something, a little, a little earth, a little earth. This is the Unfiltered Sportsman Podcast. We gonna cast a spell on y'all today. Mm mm. What? Nope. No, why not? Nope. You can have that. I ain't casting no spell on nobody. But but the reason I'm saying it is because we gonna we gonna put out good vibes and good things. Oh yeah, well they can fall in love with us. Mm-mm, we don't need nobody to fall in love with us either. You're on your own on that. Uh, I, can't, I can't win for nothing with you, Kevin. No, no. Uh, I don't want nobody to fall in love with me. That's why I got a wife. Hello. I love uh, her. Do uh, you? I'm, <laughs> see, I'm not, I'm not going to oh, All right. Look, we got so much to talk about uh, today. Uh, first off, how you doing? I'm great, man. Yesterday, look, last two days. This is this other night stuff. Be wondering how how am I still functioning with this elite sleep stuff they call? Cause I get two hours, I run all day, and then uh, yesterday it was just ripping and running, ripping and running, ripping and running. And I realized uh, we got a lot of clothes. I did some watching yesterday. Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah. yeah, you never know how many clothes you got until you until uh, you literally went through all of them. And then you look in the room, and it's a small room. Like it takes up a small section of the room, and you're like, okay, I can do this. And then you get to the wash chair, and it's like. Oh, this is a workout, workout. Okay. Yeah. I'm losing pounds off of this. I, I probably lost and, a lot of pounds, and, and then what's crazy is that you go to a wash your tear and the clothes be dry in like 30 minutes. So you really ain't got a lot of time to just try to fold and stuff like that. Where Versus when, like, you know, when, when I'm here at home, I got, oh, the dry be done in about an hour. Cool. I can fold stuff. I can do this. I can do that to give me time to, while, that way when I finish, I got 20 minutes to spare. What can I do? Yeah, I can eat. Yep. So for me, well, let's just say I'm doing better than Deontay Wilder. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. They yeah, ate, they ma- ate a lot ma- of sandwiches. Ma- matter of fact, Alabama lost twice this weekend. Because Alabama's from Tuscaloosa. Deontay Wilder's from Tuscaloosa. Aw, come on, Alabama. Hold little tick, tick. And we're we going to get into that game. But So, a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about um, the year of 2021. We're going to talk about... Um, we've, we've been having all these school shootings, but we're not really getting to the root cause of why we have these school shootings. And it's the number one thing, which is bullying. And how the adults who are in these schools and the parents are not doing anything about it until that child gets shot. It was like, how could that person do such a thing? Well, blame your child. Ow. <clears throat> also, um, so much sports news. Um, my daughters are surviving. In the first round of the playoffs, can't say the same for the White Sox. But hey, you still got the Buccaneers, though. 
You're right. I told you football about my main sport anyway. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, they're they're the reigning Super Bowl champs, and they're probably going to uh, repeat. I don't know. This type of league now, it's hard to repeat, though. Because I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a fan first. And I, I'm, I, I, and I love my Buccaneers second. I'm a fan of the game. A lot of these teams are playing fantastic. They are on all, on all cylinders. But I'm going to go by, norm, by my normal rule and, and say I will change my mind by week seven. If I see that by week seven, I tend, I tend to figure out who's what's going on. I learned a long time ago, don't bet against Brady. I've learned that lesson too, but <laughs> even even though they even though they should have lost the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, but you know. That was on uh, mm-hmm. Pete yeah. Carroll and Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, I still call him Jesus, though. He do he's the closest thing we, we can see Jesus looking like. Alright, so let's get into it. 2021. The year called the Great Resignation. Will the nation recover? Okay. I'm going to say this. America's a spoiled brats right now. And I'm not siding with Trump or Biden on this situation. I wish it was a third party I could side with on this situation. I voted for Biden to get Trump out. My regrets. First, you overinflate unemployment and make everybody stay home. Now you expect folks to want to come to work when the employment is more, the unemployment is more than the job itself. You know, I understand by you doing that, trying to force companies to up pay so they can minimize taxes so they don't get hit. But some folks ain't ready to slow roll and punch like that. So that's on them. So this year has been deemed the great resignation because folks will just go to a job, work a week, quit, and receive unemployment. The downfall of it is that we're a capitalist country. You have to spend money to make money. But if you ain't spending no money in certain areas, you can't make money in certain areas. I went to looking for my wife's and daughter's shoes and clothes. They come and become a real thing because guess what? They have the driver, but they don't have people packing the truck. So if you're not, so if, if the people packing the truck say, "Fuck this! I don't want to get on no trucks. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that." Yada yada yada. Whoop the whoop. Now you have folk who ain't working. Stuff that need to be shipped is still there, and you missing out. Same thing with Starbucks. Missing, you want your little fun, uh, favorite little pumpkin spice things or whatever. Now, well, it's out right now because we need to wait on ship people. And they don't have no straws. No, exactly. You, we ain't got no more napkins. We got to go to Family Dollar. For what? Y'all supposed to be getting it on the truck. But the trucks take about two to three weeks to come because we only got eight, nine people working the shop out of a shop of 40-some people. So, Americans, I know that you used to you used to just getting this free money every week, but you got to get up and go do something with yourself. You got to get up and get out of the house. You got to get up and actually work. Heck, even if you're working from home, do do work. You need to go to back to work. Shoot, go work at a funeral home. That business never dies. <laughs> Insert bad joke here. It's not a bad joke. It's, it's not a, a bad terrible joke. one. It's a terrible one. It's not a bad joke. It's a good. It's not a dying business. <laughs> I'm sorry. And you just see it let me go. Because it's funny. It's hilarious. It's hilarious, man. It's not really. It's whatever. But the truth of the matter is, we, we need to get back to work. Right. We but, need- no, hold on. I got to say this. So, so you mean to tell me that people died every day and they, they got they got to go to somebody's funeral home, right? 
I'm just saying. See, even our, even our artists are about terrible. Terrible. See, <laughs> terrible. No, I'm just saying. Like, people people didn't die that they never died before. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Okay, true. I'm going to stop. But uh, we do, we as a nation need to get this shut up and get back to work. You know, take that job here and now. Build yourself up. Build your repertoire. Build your credit. Um, help, help us. I'm not gonna say make America great again. No, no, no. How about we make America black? How about forever? We, how about we just make America better? Make America better. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Body camera footage reveals Minneapolis police officers talking about hunting civilians during the May 2020 protest. Like, forget these people. Uh, I think it's funny that, you know, the people who say they, they're here to protect and serve or doing stuff to get them locked up, well, not get locked up now because, you know, they seem to tend to get off a lot. But isn't it interesting how when, let's say, one of us get killed, oh, he shouldn't have been doing this, he shouldn't have been doing that. Or oh, she should, should have been compliant. They right. favor were compliant. Right. Uh, but then a police officer get killed and then we're like, oh, he was an outstanding officer, did this and that. Who cares? Don't 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 tell me that again. And we've had this conversation. Don't tell me that all cops aren't bad. I said oh, you're right. All cops aren't bad, but the one that is bad and y'all don't, uh, you know, kick them out. You just as bad as the person that's doing uh, bad things. One bad apple spoils a bunch. Right. So because when I saw the article, I was like, <clears throat> it bothers me that people can't protest freely without. Well, let's put it like this. There are certain subjects in this country you can't protest about without getting a rubber bullet or actual bullet put in. You know, you when it comes to when it comes to civil rights for people of color, whenever you try to protest something about it, it becomes very egregious and violent. Like we gotta stop this before it spreads like wildfire. Why? Why? Why don't you just be fair enough and create a social statute that works for everybody? Or, or. Or the whole thing about this rioting thing. Like, if you get more upset because we're burning stuff, or not even that we're doing it, it's people who are doing it and saying that, oh, they'll just blame them for doing it because they're protesting. Like, my whole take is this. Like, we, we you know, we sit up there and we protest because we, we, want, we, we want equality, right? And I don't want to get ahead of myself. But, you know, when we ride and we blow up these businesses or whatever, well, it's not their business fault. Well, I mean, if you if you put money into that business, oh, it's going to affect you because now you can't go there. Like, like imagine if people started blowing up Walmarts. They're going to be mad. First of all, I don't think the Walls and Films will ever let that happen. That's why their prices stay so low and they got all the same people in there. Right. But, no, but, I'm, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. a lot of people go to Walmart, so now they be like, I'm going to go to Kroger. I got a Kroger card. I got to pay them outlandish prices. I got to do this. I got to do that. Or I got to go to Target. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know. Why well, you have to say French? <laughs> Target. Target, yeah. <laughs> or they have to go to H-E-B, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, it's, it's one of the things where it's like, if, if someone was to ever blow up a Walmart, I would be like, dang, can't get that great value now? <laughs> can't get them great value products now? Now, I don't buy everything great value. Let me just put that out there. I don't do that. No. Yeah, I, I saw that big old expensive jar of Jiffy got in there. He don't always buy. Yeah, like, 
Like I just started back buying these Nestle Pre-Life, but I was I was drinking the Great Value water. Like it was nothing. Like this is water. So, but you know, live in a house where uh moving on. <laughs> A suspect is in custody in the Texas school shooting that left at least four people injured. Now, I, I heard about it, but I didn't know exactly what happened, so I'm going to let you. Okay. So, yes, prep. Dude came in. It was supposed to Oh, it's the same guy? Yeah, same oh, guy. okay. So, uh, the, they go to find out. They found who he was, and they still don't understand. It. They still trying to figure out his premise to what he did, why he went up there with the gun and shot and, sh- and was shooting people. Um, this all happened because of September 1st. You know, I wish I had my little play for Governor Hot Wheels. Skirt! When skirt! You, skirt! When you made it available for everybody to just get guns after September 1st, what do you think the outcome was going to be? A dude can literally walk up in the school, trust and believe. Schools have, school metal anyway. de- schools have metal detectors for the kids, <clears throat> but if you walk up there as an adult, they expect the adult to be fine. But then all of a sudden, bam, 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 you got all this going on at the school, and he comes in and shoots people, and you're like, oh, my God, how could this happen? Well, if you have accessibility, they're going to seize control of it. Yeah, I'll be honest. A lot of these schools don't have no metal detectors in them. Like, it's like certain schools in certain areas that have them. Black Like, you can go to a Katy High School, or not high school, a Katy School, you're not going to see them. You can go soccer, you're not going to see them. No. And my children go to uh, are in the Cyclone School District. But but the crazy part about it is the shooting was happening. Yeah, in the hood. No. Oh no. No. Oh no. The school Cause. shootings happened when? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is the first one. It really is in the hood. The right. remainder of them happened. Yeah. yeah. Right in Humble, Tascosita, uh-huh. uh-huh. Summer Creek, uh-huh. Olive. Uh-huh. I'm just like. You know, we can make this. We can make this list pretty long, but you know, we only got an hour and a half to cover. Right. Uh, <laughs> Tesla, do better. Former employee awarded $136 million in lawsuit against Tesla, citing racial aggressions and workplace hostility toward black employees. Get your paper, young man. He proved <laughs> that Tesla employees was being racist or had racist epithets toward him from emails and everything. This dude kept his receipts. And so... They had let him go because he wasn't compliant to what they were saying because he felt like they was really pushing towards him and how they treated him. So when he left, he took all the receipts with him and he went to court. And your boy said, hey, Tesla made me and the rest of my black folk feel bad. Yeah, he did. He sure did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And so the, the court say, hey, give that man his money. Tesla say, how much? $136 million. It was that much criminal activity going on? For $136 million, that dude kept his receipts. Mm-hmm. So now this starts a president to companies really have to watch what they say and how they treat people. I hope that this does a little water wave effect with like Amazon and everybody else. So they grew. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're going to get to that too. We're going to get to that too. <laughs> and uh, so. What, what, what needs to be done with this whole situation is that people need to understand that a lot of people ain't taking bull crap no more. This ain't the 50s and the 60s where folks are just, eh, eh. Now, this is a whole different ballpark. This is a whole different field. And we need to get our our lives together and take take everything back. Or take what's ours in this case. Not everything back, but take what's ours in this case. Yeah. Um, 
should yeah, get your money up, man, 136 million, go buy some <laughs> land. Like, that, that would be my advice, and go buy land and start building stuff for 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 for, for your people or our people, however you want to look at it. <clears throat> um, going to lead to growth. Black investment firm partners with one of the largest banks in the world. All right. Now, since Mr. Dajan has been working with me, or let me do these news. I'm going to start including news that needs to be reported that nobody sees. Okay? I'm okay with that. Um, this is the business side of the story. UBS is one of the biggest uh, bank firms out there. And they're partnering with other smaller black banks. Now, UBS brings in more than a trillion dollars a year through certain revenues and certain businesses. And so now... When in doubt, you go black. So now they partnered with other with one black bank in exchange to work with other black banks also. So that revenue can be returned naturally. So it's a good thing that they're moving like that, and they, you know, it's just, it's a good thing to see that black businesses are thriving and folk want a piece of the black businesses in a fair way. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I ain't got even nothing to say to that. You know, we need to look out for each other and stop trying to have an ulterior motive. Like, that's always my thing. Like, if if you are starting a business or you're doing something, you know, what can I do to help? You know what I mean? That always has to be the mindset instead of what can I do to help? And I'm looking for something in return. Um, uh, my boy that preaches, um, if y'all haven't heard, Redefine TV, Jerry Flowers and Tanisha Flowers, um, they, they preach, uh, he preaches every Thursday night. Every week, I send him a text saying, good word, great content, love you, bro. I'm, I'm pulling for you. I'm praying for you. That, that's an every week thing. It's, and I'm not doing it to be like, oh, I'm looking for something in return. No, I do it because I don't know what battle he faces before he gets up to the mic and preach. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm always praying to encourage him because we all need encouragement. Men need to be encouraged, not just... <clears throat> And it, it didn't always have to be from women or our children because, you know, that's a given. But it has, it has to be seen from other men. Like, I see what you're doing, bro. I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, me and him, we go way back from... From flat to the Cadillac. Right. Me out to the grasshopper. Right. So, you know, it, it's just one of the things, like, he, I'm proud of the man he's become. He's become. He's proud of the man I've become. So it's, uh, it's never... <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the... Uh, the funeral joke didn't work. We all got to die at some point. Nancy, stop. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to die like while I'm while I'm still young and agile, but you know, so let me stop at young. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, I have a little agility, not much, just a little bit. Um, Professor Fernita, is that yeah, Fernita Tolson. Tell Senator Ted Cruz to his face that Texas voted ID laws are racist. Your state of Texas, perhaps. Okay, so again, I told you I'm going to be reporting news that needs to be reported. Okay, so when when Senator Tolson was having an exchange with Mr. Cruz, right? <laughs> Yo, Mr. I want to go to Mexico, but I still want to build a wall. Yeah, so they was having a pretty heated exchange. And so what happened was... <laughs> They were talking about vote. He was talking about he was talking, he, his exact words were: "We need people to go out there and vote and make change and make possible changes." 
And see, and she went on a tear and like told him, dude, your vote ID laws are racist. Technically, they are because it's holding back people who they are trying to limit the accessibility to people who can come out and vote. And who had limited accessibility to vote? People who look like us and other folk of color, you know. And so when she told that to his face, I saw the video, and she's like, "Uh, so along with along with vote, uh, vote ID issues." Your state of Texas has racist vote ID issues also. And I was just like, man. I said, heard his feelings. I like yeah. that. Just heard his feelings. So families should have the choice. Republican Dan Bishop, sounds racist, wants to allow parents to remove their children from schools that teach CRT, a.k.a. critical race theory, or anything resembling. Let me go first on this. Because I read it. Because I honestly, I read this like a bunch of times. I'm like, okay. What angle can I come at with this about? So you mean to tell me that we can talk about George Washington never telling the lie, but we can't talk about how he signed a Declaration of Independence and said all men are created equal, because that resembles it. You want to say, you want to talk about Abraham Lincoln getting shot, but or how he gave the Gettysburg Address, but you don't want to talk about how he was playing both sides of the, of the field, so mm. to speak, mm. as it pertains mm. to yeah, you're going to free the slaves, but if the slaves get caught, they got to come back and be a slave. Because mm. that resembles it. Mm. Let's see. You want to <laughs> kill a man, or two for that matter, in Martin Luther King, because that's, that's the one that people always go to. Martin Luther King will be upset. Mm. Yeah, he'd be upset with you. And Malcolm X had have his own people kill him, but y'all was watching him, recording him. Same thing with Muhammad Ali, too, if you want to go there. But you know, but we don't want to do, we don't want to do away with the national anthem. We don't want to do away with the American flag. Flag don't mean nothing to me. To be honest, like went to um. And ladies and gentlemen, he's surfing. Right. <laughs> um, went to Jelena's um. She had a choir thing at her school last Thursday, and they was like, "Please stand for the national anthem." I'm like I'm not standing. Can lick my grits, and. And there were like four or five white people sitting behind me. They were sitting too. Well, one of them was handicapped, but everybody else was standing. And I was hoping they'd say something to me. I was hoping. I was like, Lord, Lord, do not remove this cup from me if they say something to me. <laughs> that, that, that was my take. <laughs> in, in layman's terms, you had a, I wish a person would. Yes, that was my <laughs> mindset. I mean, like, why, why are we going to teach the basic stuff when children need to learn? Like, like if you would have told me this stuff that was going on, I probably would have definitely definitely chose a different career path than joining the military, if that makes sense. Like, I would have tried to go to any black-owned company to work for them. Like, I want to help them grow. But this stuff is bananas. Like, how about you take your children out of school if they're going to talk about all things white? Because they need that because that is the the, the epitome line of it. That is American the, education. That is the American dream. No, it's not. It's not. It is a physical nightmare. Yes. Because you're teaching everything white, and these and these people, these young kids don't understand what they write to attribute to this country. Not only that, the first president in history, no scandals, no side pieces, no none of that, and y'all criticized him because he was smoking a cigarette. That's all y'all got. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. There's more. Wait. He, he, he wasn't a scandal. The tan suit is a scandal. Remember the tan suit? 
Yes. That was a big old scandal. Like, it was serious, man. Or, or wait, there's more. Or the fact that, oh, he's not really black. He's only like half black. No, you're black. Because you, because we're the only race that gets criticized more than anybody by other races and our own people. Yeah. So, but you have nothing that you can find on him. And he don't cheat on his wife? Hmm. He ain't got no side pieces. He ain't got none of that. He ain't taking hmm. kickbacks from other people and got caught doing that. Right. Man, this is a. No. And, and he did that for eight solid years. No. But he's but he's still a nigga though. Ugh. I thought we shouldn't say such words on this show. Well, I use the er, not the uh, a h. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm like, like, come on now, let's. But then the, the first one that comes back in after office because you was so hard trying to get. The, the, the Negro out of office that this dude had scandals left and right before he got in the office. He's a draft dodger. Uh, let's see what else. Um, he wants to grab women's private areas. Um, and he was the leader, although he's not going to come out and say it, but he was the leader of the, of the January 6th riot in the, uh, in the Capitol. But, no, nah, I'm not reeling it in. We don't feel it for a reason. Like, no, like, and his favorite color is orange because he's the same color as that. You know, I got the joke. It's a dad joke. I've used this before. Knock, knock. Who's that? Orange. Fire. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, but um, my take on the uh, thing is stop trying to cover, stop having white guilt. You don't want these kids to learn about critical race theory because you're guilty. And you're still participating in what, how this country has become. John Gruden. <clears throat> we'll talk about him later. We'll just keep saying it. <laughs> and when you really understand, when you really look at the root of it, the only people who are against CRT is white people. The white people. And the reason why they're against it is because now they're going to be revealed their atrocities. A lot of people feel like Oh, we teach our kids this, our kids are going to feel guilty. No, if it's delivered in a way that kids can say, hey, I don't want this to happen no more. Let's make changes. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's always an alternative to what you're thinking. It ain't, human, human beings aren't such straightforward creatures. Because if we were, a lot of stuff that's going on wouldn't be going on. So human beings are always creatures of bending the rules or creating situations to make it beneficial for them oh, yeah. or those they care about. All right, the world's safest city for 2021 revealed, and it's not in the U.S. That's no surprise. Everywhere you go in any city in Texas, not even just in Texas, in the world, there's some hood. Unless, I'm trying to see what's the city. Unless you're in San Francisco or Oakland. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I can't do it. But it's Copenhagen. Yeah, and see, I, I, okay, like I said, I'm looking up articles that folks don't really look into, but to, uh, they did do some metrics of crime per capita, like how much, how much crime was committed in this area per day, and they broke it down. Like, the arrest here is like maybe five to six a month. Oh, that's good. Like, I mean, that, I mean, I mean, it's still bad to get arrested for whatever the, the yeah. cause is, but shoot, you might have five or six in the same day here. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Five or six in the same hour. Exactly. But I pulled story I pulled the story because I was looking at the metrics and 
they have a lot of programs out there to help people cope. Our country don't, we're not a coping system in this country. We, you, you do a crime, you go to jail. Why was the crime committed? A lot of these robberies that happen with guns because they broke. Are there programs to help influence the economy and help people how to, teach people how to find a job? Can't, do we have an actual livable wage? Nope. These are things that we need to improve on. Wild men beating on women all the time. Because guess what? That man, as a young man, wasn't taught how to have a couple skills. So now he throwing, he, his hand is ready to eat for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and also, it, I mean, it goes back to generations. Men used to hit their wives uh, for centuries. And, and the way this country is, when I look, I was, I was like I said, when I, read, when I read the story, I did my research. They have programs teaching young men and young women how to be human with one another. They literally teach you coping skills out there. And I'm like, why aren't we picking any of this up? Because it's coping, Hank. That's not, that's not related to it. But we're human. Yeah, we, we're, we're only, look, we're only human when, um, let's say, when little Becky Sue got cancer and we want to have sympathy for her. But if, um, if, 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 if little Brandon got cancer, we, we have, no, we have, we have a little sympathy, but as he gets older, you know, we all may think he's a criminal. So it's like, I don't know. Shaquille O'Neal. Of course, y'all know him, the big Aristotle. Big Aristotle. Can you dig it? Give me the ball, Kobe. I want the ball. Give me the ball, Kobe. Shaquille O'Neal has been very critical of big men in the league. Um, started with Dwight Howard. He believed that Dwight Howard should have been averaging 28 and 15. Because he was averaging 28 and 15. But, you know, the game has changed. Things like that. Well, I do. I did feel him on that. Well, the white was the white is always gonna be a soft center, man. but hey, there's no time for another day. Right. Well, he's still that way. Um. Mm-hmm. So the latest person he got on was Rudy Gobert, the the stifle tower. He averages eleven points a game. He came out and said, Shaq said this, and I quote: "Children, you can be anything you want to be." Just average 11 points a game, you can get $200 million. I was like, dang. But he's he not lying because he, he was critical of Joel Embiid. He should be playing better, and Joel Embiid has answered the call. See, but, but here's my thing. Like, okay, I get, I get what Shaq's saying on that point with him making 11 points per game. You can't get a lot of points if, you, if everybody else on your team can score. Yes, you can. Bruh, if you got Donovan Mitchell and what's the other boy name? Um, shoot, they got Joe Ingles. Mm-hmm. Um, Conley uh, Jr. Yes, if you if you got folks who can take it to the point and score, and you got good jump shooters, and you don't have to grab a single rebound, what are you there for? Well, I mean, look look at Denver. Denver got Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Joker. Averaging twenty and 10, 10, 20 and twelve. Because he is the it, 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 and and he's averaging like eight assists. Because he's the cornerstone of their offense. He he is a corner. Ru, Rudy Gobert is not a cornerstone. He's in a he's in a he's an assistant role player. <laughs> he's yeah, because he's not even a role player. He's just an assistant. He he's, he's the assistant to the <laughs> assistant. No offense to him or whatever, but if you're the assistant to the assistant. Whatever, whatever you can, whatever you can scrape during these games, whatever you can scrape. Now he's not gonna sit up, he's not gonna sit up there and knock Donovan Mitchell off his, uh, off his high horse. Yeah, you gotta do that. See, see, this is always my take. 
you're a big man. You, you should have some kind of post game. And I, I'm not talking about the one that Dwight Howard had, or that he never really had. Mm-hmm. But like, like, and, and it, like, so he's seven three. You should be able to control the game on both sides of the court. Like, like you should have some kind of post move. Like, I'm sorry. Like, give 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 me six eleven seven foot, and I'm a, I'm gonna work you over. Like, <laughs> can you say some better words, please? Can you can you, can you make that wordplay better, sorry. please? Cause I'm sorry. We, we if, have, if you give me six ten six eleven seven foot. I'm a. I have so many moves in my. I'm gonna have so many moves in my arsenal you that go. you're gonna be looking like David Robinson in '95 against Elijah Warren. You're gonna be. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought I could guard him pretty good, but he just seemed different. I said because you stole the MVP trophy from. Him. But you know that's here no there. So for me as a big man, like, like if you're gonna expand your game, expand your game, but still have some kind of offense. Like if you're not a threat on on offense, I'm not gonna guard you. Like you're making my job easy. Like if you can't score, make my job easy. Thank you, I appreciate it. So I'm in full agreement with Shaq. Like Gobert, you average 11 points a game, points, and all you can do is play defense. And then you had a chance to be USA in the uh, Olympics this past year, and you can do nothing because you can't score. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, tomato, tomato. We are at an impasse here, so. Uh, yeah. I, I'm like, he's the assistant to the assistant on the situation, so if you want to pay the man, pay the man. I would happily take his money if, I, if, I, if, I'm, not, if, if I'm not producing. Say whatever you want. I got more money than you do. <laughs> At the end of the day. That's fine. And people like us are going to always criticize him, like we do Dwight Howard. Yeah. See, I don't like how you call me. I like that little flag. I'm just saying. It is. I, no. We, 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 so, for us, and I'm saying this, you know, because they say critics of people, pe- pe- they say people who are critics of people who can't do what other people do. Well, let's look at it like this. If I'm 7'3", I'm, I'm not going to be just doing uh, partial to, to, what I, to what I can do. I'm going to try to bring everything I got. Mm-hmm. So, for us, him at 7'3", I can play defense. I can post up. I can shoot. I can drive to the basket. Can you do that, Rudy Gobert, 7'3"? Can you make your free throws? I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I can do all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm only 6'2". He a whole foot and it's taller than me. And I can do way more than what he can do. All he can do is block my shot. Bro, if I score one point on you, I'm done. Like, like you you like you, you should give me half of your money. Like, that's my take. Because I do him like, um, what's his name did him? Um, yeah, I do him like Steph Curry did him. But he was going in circles. <laughs> What's stupid? <laughs> all right, let's move on. I'm sorry. Getting to that. Yeah, so with all these school shootings, why aren't we addressing the real issue, which is bullying? So, uh, first. Yeah, so we have all these school shootings, and we have all of this going on and that, right? But we never talk about why it's happening. Like, we don't ever, we don't ever answer the why. Why it's happening is because you have children who get bullied. They tell someone, the adults don't do anything, but hey, Stop picking on him. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. And they still do it anyway because children at their formidable ages really don't listen to adults. I'm dealing with that right now with a four-year-old. Soon to be five next Thursday. Hopefully she'll make it to five. She'll make it to five. You sure? Uh, yeah, she'll make it to five. Okay. I've been trying to work on different ways to not hurt her mental state. Um, so we have these school shootings 
and people are getting bullied. And what was crazy is that after these shootings happen, you hear these children say, I didn't think this person would do that. Like, they, they, they talked about doing it, but I didn't think that they would really go through with it. I, that blows my mind. That blows my little fragile mind because I'm like, I don't think you'd do it. If you if you see a pattern of something going on, humanly possible, you need to intervene. <clears throat> and just telling the other kid to stop isn't intervention. Nope. You have to sit up there, like, example, my daughter is my daughter was involved in a situation. My wife being who she is, she likes to get the other parent involved and see if they can get on the same page. Right. Once we find out the parent is trash, we understand that it's a lost cause. Little girl was messing with my daughter just recently, and Mama tra- Mama Bell tried to call and talk to little, uh, little girl mama. Little girl got hood. Her mama got hood. We go to find out that they call her mama all the time up to the school. She don't let her come up there. So mm-hmm. it's a lost call situation. So the, her daughter actually is doing a cry for help, and all we can do is feel sorry for her. Can we still intervene? Yes, but we have to wait for a point of intervention. Yeah. So that's also an incident where um, Moses Audrey Jr., she's in fifth grade. Um, yeah, fifth grade. And she was getting picked on. Mm-hmm. Teachers, counselors there did nothing. It wasn't until she wrote this list down of names of people that they want to take action. And it bothered me because you brought the police in to try to talk to her, and you got these counselors and teachers telling her, and I, I think I shared this with you. Yeah. Um, you know. You wait till it gets to that point. Right. But I told them straight up in there, I said, y'all have failed her tremendously because when this was going on, y'all did nothing about it. I said, let her be the, the last person y'all do this to, to where... Because what if it happens at your school? What if it actually happens that a, a child who's been bullied, not been able to resolve it because of X, Y, and Z, or like in your incident, the parent is trash. I want to say something about that too, about parents being trash. But mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to I'm save it for the end. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, the parent is trash, so you like... What do you do? Like, I've, I've told my daughter, like, what to do. If someone's picking on you and you tell somebody about it and they don't do nothing about it, hey, bless their game. We'll, we'll deal with the consequences later. Because... Do, 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 do. Nope. <laughs> it's going to be that. And if it's a boy, you know, kick him with the sun, don't shine. But, because my first question is going to be, did y'all do something prior to her retaliating? And if it's like, well, she told us about it, but we tried to handle the situation. When I hear but, that means you created an alternate version. Uh, Exactly. That didn't benefit nobody. So then oftentimes, the bullying that happens is because the the child is being bullied at home. So they're repeating the the behavior that they see from their parents. Hmm. It's a generational curse we all need to break. Teach your children right. Don't try to teach them not to pick on people. And... We won't have these school shootings, but you know that's here and there. Just teach them how to cope. Right. Yep. That's another, another topic for another show. Right. Former police chief, now Miami police chief, Art Acevedo has been suspended with the plan to fire him. Yes. That boy was see, folks on the stand. Art 
who Ort was involved in the same activity he's in Miami getting involved for, he was doing in Houston. And a lot of people was like, well, why did he leave? Because he, what he's getting suspended and fired for now. He, a lot of people don't understand this. When you have some BS and you still want to be a, be hireable, you'll step down. Mm-hmm. All, that, all that stuff is swept under the and, and move to another city. Yeah, well, yeah. all that stuff is swept under the uh, carpet. And now you back to your old shenanigans, Mr. Art. Yeah. Uh, I said, oh, you, you, you back to your old shenanigans, and this time you got caught. You thought you could pull it what you pulled off in Houston and Miami. No, you can't, sir. Mm-hmm. So now you're about to be out of a job for real. You're about to be blacklisted. We might hear you in some rural town in uh, <laughs> Washington that we don't know of, old Patacucci. Mm-hmm. And, and, and or or somewhere in Mississippi, or uh, in 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 Laurel now. No. no, 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 don't go to Laurel, Laurel. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, Laurel, yeah. Mississippi. We, we 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 like it out there. My wife watches on um, hometown. Oh yeah, yeah. So shit, so down. He can't go to Laurel. We'll recognize him. I say, hey, that. No. Hey, your art. What up, baby? <laughs> no, no. We're not cool. No. But you. All right. I get you next time. Alright. I know that but I I know what you did in Houston. Just know. Know what you did in Miami too? Yeah. What did he do? You'll find out. I'm, I'm glad you asked. Let me pull it up. No, 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 my friend. <laughs> Alright, so the same energy that the media put into this three year old boy, you need to do the same for our black people. How many times have we heard that a black girl, black boy's been kidnapped and it gets no press? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, see, I wish you could put this one at the end of it. Nope, I had to save it for now. Um, <laughs> I got nothing to say about that. Well, I asked that you just make it. I, I, could, I could dense it. Yeah. I could dense it. Like, this, they put into this th- three-year-old boy. Now, I don't know what race he is. I think he's Hispanic, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but this whole thing of the news was flooded with this. Now, let that be some black boy, some black girl, and... Nothing's being said. Like, prime example, what happened in Africa? All those girls being sex trafficking. Matter of fact, here in Houston, let's, let's, I mean, it's, it's sex trafficking that's going on, and no one's doing anything about it because they want to, you know, keep the status quo, kind of like they do in prisons. You know, they got stocks in prisons to, you know, maintain, so they have to have a, a quota of people in jail. I get that, but working with a CPS and t- uh, sex trafficking and child trafficking, that is a big-headed dragon, man. Like you, 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 you can get, you can stop the on surface criminals, but you, if you go deeper down that rabbit hole, you yourself may get killed, because it's still bigger people behind that stuff, man. Oh yeah, it's the that people that's in that, government. It, that, that's what I'm saying. That stuff is scary, cause that's why I like I, t- I try to train my daughter to watch how she dresses, how she carries herself, cause she she built like something. You right, know what I'm and and not even that. Just be aware of your surroundings and who you hang out with. Like like I remember. Um, this was a couple of years ago. Uh, Sophia scared Julina because she was she was on her phone and she was just walking, not thinking about nothing. And she grabbed a real like real quick to try to scare her. And she was like, "That's how fast you can get kidnapped when you're not paying attention to what you're doing." And I was like, "That that's why for me, no matter where I'm driving, no matter I'm walking to, like honestly, even if I go outside, like if I was to go outside right now, I'm looking around my surroundings, to make sure ain't nothing popping off because." I ain't got time for it. Because she would ask me to go to the store by herself. And I'd be like, nah. I said, I'll walk nope. with you. Or if you got your friends out there, walk in a group. Because, right. you know, they're going to they bug you in a group. But if you by yourself, I may never see you right. again. Right. 
And so she she been practicing that when she be getting on and off the bus in the morning. You know, she walk back with her friends, so they all get on on the same right. bus, so they all walk back together. Mm-hmm. And then she walks it out, knock on the door, whatever. But the the the, the whole culture of that it, 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 it's right because because fifty nine, I'll say right, I guess right outside of Rosenberg. Through 77 is the largest sex trafficking drug ring, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Goes on. A lot of people don't even know that. I found out I found that out when I first got stationed to Kingsville that that goes on. I was like, but the thing is, you don't know what's going on until, like, it happens. And it's like, what do you do? Like, I mean, obviously you have to intervene, but how do you recognize it? Let's say the incident, if I seen you and your daughter and I didn't know you or whatever, and y'all walking together, let's say, she got your attitude for whatever reason because you don't want to hear her something. I don't know if that's a sex trafficking moment to where I need to step in, or it could be because she just got an attitude. What I'm like, well, shoot, that ain't my household. I ain't got nothing to worry about. How many more people think that way? Yeah. So, it's one of the things where it's like, you know, what do you do? Like, like if you see it happen, and is it actually happening? Like, it's... And, and see, that's what... Uh, and see, that's where that's where we had to stand to because the intervention of that monster is difficult because you you intervene right now. Watch this, you intervene. That one girl was worth probably one hundred and fifty grand. She was supposed to be delivered now because of what your actions did interfere with that money. Now these people have access to a lot of stuff. If you go through the dark web, they can find out where you live and everything and shoot your place up. Boom, you gone. Right. I mean, it's a prime example of episode of Grey's Anatomy when they killed DeLucas. He was going to the train station to intervene, and he ended up getting stabbed and lost his life. And I'm just like, DeLucas. No, I'm going to stop. I didn't cry. I don't cry. (laughs) Moving on. Well, I take it back. No one will ever see me cry. There you go. But I will try. Um, Yeah, keep trying. Um, Dave Chappelle... Faces cancel culture about jokes in his final stand-up. Um, who cares what this cancel culture? I'm so glad we hit this because we talked about this in our production meeting. We were having this conversation about it, and I was just like, "People gonna say what they gonna say." Like, like a a, a boy can shoot up at Walmart. Like I think that's what he said, and no one bats an eye. But if you say something about the alphabet community, cancel him. Uh-uh, 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 cancel him. Now, now, cancel him. Uh-uh. Why you gonna cancel the baby? Why you gonna cancel this person, that person? Why? Like, why? Because here's the thing. A lot of people who've seen the show know that Dave comes from the old comedy re- regime that pain is funny, Okay. Now a lot of y'all don't. A lot of y'all folk don't understand that Richard Pryor was funny because he talked about his mistakes and and he also talked about the news and society around him and made fun of him. Y'all new y'all new millennial folk need to get y'all heads out y'all butts. Seriously, if you can't take a joke, don't watch the person. Right. Don't 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 laugh at the black joke or the Hispanic joke or. The white joke. If you can't take the al- alphabet joke, exactly. If if you if you gotta have a good time, be there to have a good time. Be open minded. And his his standard was very open minded. He talked about his trans friend who committed suicide for going to his aid. 
And the re and a lot of people are like, well, the LGBTQ then caused that man to commit suicide. That man was healthily fine defending his friends and Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle gave him a chance to do stand up. Right. None about nobody else from the LGBTQ community gave him a chance to do stand up, but Dave did. Right. Then when after that after the set, they he still stayed there. He was booed off stage or whatever. He was booed. He sucked. But they still, you know, looked out for him. Her. Whatever. Yeah. You know, we, I don't know. You know, we, they dead now. We're going to pay respect. Right. But right after that, they attacked Dave, and that person came to Dave's defense. They attacked that person so bad that made him kill First thing they say is, we don't know what we did. They, 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 we don't know what was going on. That person was happy doing stand-up with Dave and, did, and was able to do stand-up. And that was all their life was, was having a good time being there. Right. And you come in like a, like, like a snowball and rolled over this person so bad because they wanted to do... Snowball! Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and push this person to hurt themselves. If you can't take a joke, don't. Just don't. Just just move move, move around. Don't laugh at the other jokes about other folks' insecurities or other folks' shortcomings. If you can't take a joke about yourself, don't 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 laugh at the behest of others. That's right. Like like for me, so I'll give y'all a little bit into my world. So I base everything on names. If it's somebody black, I usually say Michael or uh throw it off name like Jacorion, right? So um give y'all an example. So uh landscapers, you know, they make good money, you know, depending on how many yards they do or whatever. So when I see the blacks, uh, black guys cutting the grass, I'm mean, look, it's Michael and Jacory. I'm cutting the grass, right? Cool. You think, ha, 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 funny, ha, ha, ha. So if I see Hispanics, I say, Julio and Enrique and them cutting the grass. They're actually faster than the blacks because they be done in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but right, but that's funny, uh, right? Point, point, yeah. So if I see whites, I'm like, hey, it's Bob and Dylan cutting the grass. Oh, so if I see them cutting grass, they must be new at this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. So, so now I'm, I, I was literally thinking, like, how could I make this about the alphabet community? Like, how could I use them in a landscaping situation? I could not think of one other than, um, like, hey, it's Rashad, like, like Richard, Rashad. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't think of no other name. Like, couldn't really, it, it, it didn't come to me. Like, that's difficult. So I'm just thinking, like. Like, we, but, you know, like, like we said, like, for me, I'm going to make fun of everybody, no matter what your race is, no matter what your sexual preference is, whatever, I'm going to make fun of because it's funny, like, you can't say you want to be treated equal and not be equally get made fun of. Boom. So, this is uh, something me and Stephen talked about, and I think this was, like, two weeks in the making. If a husband can't be vulnerable with his wife, who does he be vulnerable with? I'll let you go first. Uh, uh, well, we had this conversation. Uh, and it's watching. Shut up, man. <laughs> no, I could be vulnerable with her. She's going to see me cry, be all snot faced and everything, and she console me. You know, I can, I can be comforted with her. And the reason why we came up with this topic was, you know, we, two, we have two different households and we have two different sets of issues. So, But, and no chance, and, in those in those chances, we have to understand that, like Anne understands that I'm human, and that I make mistakes, that I, I hurt, because I 
do get angry though. But that took time. Not gonna lie, it took it took time. But in the essence of who being who you can be vulnerable to, it's hard for a man to be vulnerable to anybody, husband or none of them. Because it's still a psychosocial standard that You gotta be tough. You gotta take what life gives you. You gotta bear and grin. And then man you gotta do this and man gotta do that. And man here's supposed to cry acting like a little girl, boy. First of all, tears that's the main in both male and female. I would use them appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's one of the things where like and for me, like if, if I can't be vulnerable with my wife, like like n- not not that I can't be, but it's like if there's something that I'm pressing on, it can't be a suck it up buttercup type of thing. Yeah. Or you 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 have to figure it out. Like it's more of about what I'm saying. Like the whole thing. I don't know if you've seen the video on YouTube about those woman that had a nail in her in her forehead or in her head or whatever, and she's telling her husband about it. And he's just giving a solution instead of just actually listening to the fact that, oh, you have a nail in there. So what, you know, like, what, what can I do to help? Like, just listening instead of just trying to find a solution. Like, it's the, I guess it's the nail in the head mentality. Like, it can't be, we, for men, for women, women can't say, you know, you want us to listen to you. But then when it's time for men to listen, you want to find a solution. You can't find a solution. So then... And honestly, I'm not gonna say that's the reason why men cheat, but women are attracted to women when men when, when when men who are vulnerable because they feel like they're at the at that lowest point. Um, I'm trying to think of a story in the Bible outside of David where a man was shoot, really just David. I mean, not just David, but um, David. Yeah. David. Plays a strong role. Right, right. In him being vulnerable. And he, you know, like the fact that his son was about to die because he killed another man's, uh, well, he, he killed another woman's husband. And, you know, he because he, he wanted her. And so, you know, during the whole time before the baby died, he was crying. And once the baby died, he was like, well, it's time to, you know, got to do my kingly thing. So... I know for me, like, I, I dealt better with guys as far as just having conversations, basically looking for a different perspective on how to view it, if that makes sense. So, I don't know. And I'm, and I'm, I'm hope, hopefully I'm asking the question for men out there who feel like they can't be vulnerable with their wives. Like, find another brother you can talk to just to, not, not, not to necessarily fix the issue, but maybe give a different perspective. Yeah, but also, you know, like, I'll give you an example. The reason why I, I, I'll be vulnerable with my wife is because these last 11 years, she's always gave, given, listened, and she also gave very critical advice to help me and to help me grow. So I feel like you can be vulnerable with, with your brothers, but if you have a wife who understands you and knows you, she's going right. to give you that pertinent information that's going to help right. you. Right. All right, first black female firefighter sues Florida City for depicting her as a white person in the mural. In today's episode of What is in the Water, Florida? Because I, I I'm, I'm sorry. On this newscast here, on this podcast here, I'm going to include one Florida story of stupidity or whatever. Because Florida is always doing something. 
I'm glad I don't live there because they always doing something. Okay. Bonehead of the week. Yes. Which is the flavor that in everything Florida. No, just what's going on in Florida because uh, Florida is always doing something. What's stupid. in the water, Florida? Yes, what's in the water, Florida? Because y'all, y'all, uh. And it's not Flo Rider. No. <laughs> so, this woman became a firefighter, did all the training, and they made a mural. And the mural, if you, if you look it up, it got, it got everybody else up there. Everybody who's white and Hispanic, mm, mm, strike a pose. Her face, where in the pictures is that? Where the pictures at? Ugh. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be seen. There's just a big white smear. You can't see your face. And we're like, why is that? And nobody has come to the front to say, well, it's because of this, it's because of that. Nobody has come up and said anything. So, again, what's in the water, Florida? Y'all, this, now this woman's suing y'all, and she would, she's going to win. Oh, yeah, she's about to rack up. And... Instead of being a firefighter, she could go probably stay at home and chill with her books. With mm -hmm. her All right, so we're going to try to speed past through a couple of things real quick before we get to the another type of week that I did mention at the beginning. Uh, Cowboys defender gloats about injuring Giants Daniel Jones on Instagram. Duh. I hope they I hope they cut you. Who, what's his name? I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut him on Madden. Actually, I'm going to trade him and get picks for him. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he he went on there. He was bragging, but right now he's facing fines and he did get suspended Good. for a week. So. Good. Kudos to little girl, six-year-old Georgia Georgian, makes history at state's youngest certified as state's certi youngest certified farmer, Kendall Johnson. Miss Little Miss Kendall Johnson, six years old, and she's farming fruits and vegetables. Y'all certified. Mm -hmm. We yeah. can we can create our own we, yeah, Black we, Wall Street if yeah. we just all get together. Yeah, show so show y'all support. Hopefully, this gives y'all an idea to work with y'all youngins. Um, find out something they want to do. Let them do it. Right. They want to be creative and want to build something. Let them build. Let, let them play with some Legos. Let them play with some fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Don't know where where to go. Right. So I put this up last night. I don't know. I don't know if you had saw it or not. Um, what's the purpose of boys? Boys, because they're boys. They're not men. Um, wearing their pants uh, below their butts. <laughs> Now, see, <clears throat> my father, rest in peace, was in the penitentiary. And he said some penitentiary things shouldn't leak out. A lot of dudes be talking about, oh, it's real, it's how we do it in the streets. No, that means you are homosexually available. Thank you. Like, like I'm sorry, any boy, I don't care if he's 35, 45 years old, you sagging in your pants, I'm going to automatically think you're gay. And I'm a not and not the not the ones that uh uh what you mean they, now they no. cl they closeted yeah they they are Kelly in the closet not R. Kelly saying he's in the closet but then again he could be who knows anyway that's for another topic uh but <laughs> oh I thought you was like this dude here <laughs> bang bang on fire uh no but I'm just like like I'm gonna think you were you were in the closet homosexual period. That's my first thought. And on top of that, we cannot have a conversation about anything until you pull your pants up. I command respect. My thing, my thing is some of these idiot boys, you be saying it with belts. And I'm like, okay, what? what's the point? What is the point? And and they, they buy jeans uh, sizes too small, so they can't. Oh, Lord. And they walking like this, and then they uh, a size is too big where they can't even run. Right. 
I remember, um, when was this? It was 2013? 2012, 2013, whenever the last time the All Star game was here in Houston. Yeah. Um, this dude, no lie, sagging in his pants, had a belt on, had this, it looked like it was a blouse, and had this like Mother Teresa thing over his head. And I'm sitting there like, then all of a sudden the fight get ready to break out, or something happened where he wanted to be tough. It's like, well, how you gonna be tough? You gonna bend over or something? Like, what you gonna do? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't take you serious, bruh. <laughs> I don't take you serious at all. You got a Mother Teresa. Rest in peace, Mother Teresa. But he had this little thing on. Like, like, like he was and like he was the hardest thing in there. Bruh, I could have did this to you and you would have fell down. Like, stop playing with me. He's about ready to fight. He's going to fight the F. You, you finna fight? Never mind, I'm not going to say that. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah. When was the first sign of racism, and when did you experience? What? Like, what? Like, what was your first sign? Okay. I was at SFA. It was my freshman year. And if you take a campus tour of Stephen F. Austin at the time I was there, we had a university center. They had including the cafeteria, mail area, video games. All that has changed, as I recently know. They changed all that. But it was a piano in the lobby. At the time, I was fingerprinted. I was playing on the piano. Because I had asked, can you touch the piano? I'm like, yeah, you can play with it. So then I was playing around. I found a little beat. You know, do, 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 do. Feel like Captain Synthesizer. And um, white dude came back and said, and I know we can't cuss on this show, so I'm not going to cuss, but he said, Take that jungle garbage back to Africa. It was like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on, uh, Farmer Tom. You don't know me, and I don't know you. And I know you're not carrying a gun on this campus because we are, uh, our campus at the time was zero tolerance. You don't bring no gun on campus at all, unless it's in your vehicle. So between me and the distance of your vehicle, how you going to... Uh, Get to your vehicle in time before you catch this tornado of a, of a whooping from thunder and lightning. And you were still in shape too at the time. Yes. So he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna get far. Yeah, he's not gonna get far. But before I could get up and go chase him down, one of one of my white compatriots named Corey Ray, he stopped me and said, "Hey, don't worry about it." And he, you know, he gave the man some polite, impolite, but polite words. And the man, you know, the man that came back on campus no more after that. But it felt weird that you literally told me to my face that I'm, I don't belong here. I'm not supposed to belong here. That was the weirdest feeling in the world. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, like, see, I'm, I'm you know, that's always the saying. I wish I knew then what I know now to educate people like that. Um, my first time was obviously in the military where you have these people who are in position of authority, the white people want to tell you to do stuff, and if you didn't do it, you would get in trouble for it. But I'm like, bro, you're only like two years older than me. Like, like, how are you able to work out authority? Stuff like that. Well, that's protocol. Say, so, okay, if you can't talk to me like a normal person, or the question is, if you're not willing to do it, why are you having me do it? 
Oh, you should do it. I said, I, I don't know that. So, it, I've experienced that the, the entire time I was on the boat. Some form of racism. Some form of, of to the point where, and I think I've told you this off air, but I'm going to tell this on air. Um, so, we were doing fire drills on the boat. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. And uh, an E-7 in the Navy is a chief. Um, I was talking to one of the guys who was like, kind of like on a break or whatever, so I kind of ventured off. Um, and talking to my boy, you know, this E-7 come over here, this chief, I should say. He said, um, what are you doing over here? I said, oh, I was talking to him or whatever. Since you don't belong here, get the bleep back to where you belong. I said, excuse me, chief, with all due respect, I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. Well, I can talk to you however the bleep bleep if I want to. All right. So I start to walk away, and he grabs my arm. Oh, no. I'd have been giggling. You'd have put me in um, service then. Right. It's, on, it's right there by your leg. Because uh, there's a fighter. Right. <laughs> and I really bucked up to him. I said, you don't know me like that, homie. You Like, I'm not from here. Like, you don't just put your hands on me. So he, was, so he kept cursing at me, whatever. So I'm just like. I ain't thinking none of it. Like, I walked off because in my mind, I'm like, if I hit him, I'm getting kicked out the military. And ain't going to be able to get a job nowhere. Like, that that was my thinking. Good. Thank God I had enough sense to to not, you know, hit him. I should have, but I didn't. Uh, I'm going <laughs> And now I dishonorable discharge, and I just had to do my hustle or whatever, whatever right. way I could do. But you're not going to just insult me and grab on me like I'm sometimes. So then, like, a week later, I'm in this office um I got my chief the chief that grabbed me and cursed me disrespected me and two other chiefs that work in my that was working my division or department or whatever and my chief and the chief that put his hands on me started cursing me out again and I'm listening to it and I'm getting pissed off like every minute so the the two of the other chiefs were the one I was cool with and the other one I didn't have an issue with. Like, he was just, mm-hmm. you know, the one I was cool with knew, like, this was wrong. But because he was a witness. Uh, so, all this is going on. And cussing me out. So, it's like, anything you got to say? I said, I sure do. I said, from now on, I have no respect for khakis. Well, what you mean? I said, hold up. I let you talk. I didn't say nothing. It's now it's my turn to talk. Say what I had to say. I said, from this point on, I have no respect for khakis. If you're a khaki, I have no respect for you. Because if I can't respect you as a man, I can't respect you in your uniform. Period. Your uniform means nothing. Because let's let's give a hypothetical that we are outside somewhere, and I don't know you in the military, and you don't know I'm in the military, and you do the same thing to me. What you think is going to happen? Do you, do you believe you're going to go home and see your family? Probably not. So, that's my mindset. So, from now on, can say something to me that I don't like or I feel like I'm being disrespected, guess what? He, I'm not hearing it. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. So so what do you think your punishment should be? I said, I said, what about his punishment? Because he's an E-7 and he gets, a, he, he gets all free? Like, like what, what is his punishment? Because he was in the wrong. But, you know. So, so the, my last, what, year and a half on the boat? Can't get said anything wrong to me. I was like, hey, shut the bleep up, get out of my face. If it was an E6, they, they don't wear khakis yet. They try to talk to me crazy. 
you can catch these hands today. Today's a good day to catch hands. Like, that was my whole mindset. Like, I wasn't taking crap from nobody. My friend Teddy Hanskins. <laughs> so, I'm like, nah, I, w- I wasn't with it. And then, you know, because a lot of these people who are in the military, who are these, who are E7 and above, are former people who got bullied and now they're in a position of authority. They think that you're supposed to just do what they say because they have this position. Tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Because I had a lieutenant, I had a lieutenant that I was with on shore duty. He, he, like you see him, you look, he, he looked like Gus from a uh, recess. So he. I know he got bullied. Well, I know he got to go to sleep. There we go. <laughs> he, he <laughs> so so he he. I know he got bullied. So he he changed my hours from working in the mail room because my hours, no lie, was from eight eight to two at work. Now in, in the military, short duty, eight to two, it sound good. You go in, uh, wait wait to get the mail, sort out the mail or whatever. Wait, then you're done until twelve o'clock. And once, and once you finish at two, and, and this, this was my, my lieutenant commander like before she left, didn't know she was retiring. She was like, you done? I'm like, do you need me to do anything? No, you can go home. Uh-huh. Go home. Boy, I, I was home, grab myself to play basketball. <laughs> you know, doing this cool. He come in, I was at four o'clock. When you finish, you gotta come over to the supply building. I'm like, and you gotta come in an hour early so we can do PT. I'm like, ugly mother. Right, that was my <laughs> So he was like, so we, so you know, we'd be in there, and my and my boy that I was with, uh, that taught me how to run the mail room, his name Brian, he was like, I don't like this stuff either, man. And he was like, I say, he's like, what you gonna do? I say, I gotta do these hours. I say, but something's gonna happen to where I'm gonna get him back. So he was like, so for one day for PT, he was like, hey, you guys wanna play basketball? I looked at him, I was like, <laughs> my time to shine. So. You know, he didn't know I could play basketball. Like, <laughs> so he he didn't know I could play basketball. So it was like, finish him. <laughs> so he was like, I'm a guard, Coleman. Brian was like, Hey, sir, I don't think you should do that. Why, Coleman? I'm, Coleman can't really play. He like he played football. Wrong again. <laughs> he was like, All right, sir. He come on me, I chopped him up so much. He tried to guard me. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I told him I go right by him. And I was just like, we can no longer play basketball no more for PT. I'm like, all right. So he was like, what about volleyball? She was like, uh, so Brian was like, hey, can I be on Coleman's team? He was like, why? His lieutenant was like, why you be on Coleman's team? I mean, look at him. He's 6'2". He's, he's, he's like 240, 250. Like, he can play basketball, but I don't think he's good at volleyball. <laughs> Wrong again. We playing volleyball. Next thing you know, bah, spiking it. Bah, can't play volleyball no more. So then we play flag football. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, all right, I'll be the quarterback. At least that's safe. <laughs> that's safe, right? So he made the comment of, black people can play quarterback? Whoa. So I'm out there like, not I'm I'm out there not like Pat Mahomes like Warren Moon throwing throwing dimes. Yeah, he had a flick of, he had a flick of the wrist. Yeah, he was like no more flag football. Like he was trying to figure out everything. So we played dodgeball. 
<laughs> Brian was like, hey, can I be on the other side of Coleman if he's on the outside? Like, <laughs> like, bah, busting him. Bah, busting him. Can't play dodgeball. It's like, he's like, Coleman, is there anything that you're not good at? Well, I'm pretty good at, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at getting off at 2 o'clock. That's never going to happen. All right, well, I'm good at everything I do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> That's enough uh, of that, that story. Uh, but yeah, racism happens everywhere, and it happens especially in the military. All right. So Charles Barkley has came out and said that he, why he's not a voice on 2K, because 2K makes over $300 million, and they plan these playing these announcers just chump change. I'm like... But all all they're going to need is about five or, six, five or six sound effects from you, bro. Right, that's it. And then, like, you're not even... This is why Shaq is probably the hardest working person I know. Like he he'll he'll take any job. Papa John's, the general, like whatever it is. This dude got his own meat out. Right. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear to God sometimes, man. I swear to God. Uh, Woo! Bang bang. <laughs> Special. Special delivery. <laughs> you you that right up. <laughs> hate me later. Don't hate me now. Hate me later. I'm gonna hate you always. Guys. All right. So um again because this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are honoring women who we believe deem stronger. It doesn't matter if they have breast cancer or not. Um so one of the and I'm gonna try not to get emotional. <sighs> Oh my God, we might have a recital of him crying. No. Oh. Just because of that, it's not now. Thank you. Oh, so, Thank you. So that tear you went. Yeah, it went right back up. <laughs> so uh, one of the strongest women I know um, is my aunt, Aunt Kit. Um, her and my uncle are divorced now, but she was the person who basically kept me in line. Like, she came to all my basketball games, all the baseball games I played, even the ones I got suspended she showed up for because she thought I was playing and I didn't know. Not until her, I got suspended this before cell phones came out. So, and I didn't have numbers memorized like that. So, and even now, like even when I see her, I tell her thank you for not giving up on me. Like, cause my mother didn't come to my games, like none of that. Um, and she didn't have to, you know what I mean? Like she didn't have to, but she chose to because she 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 felt enough to believe in me enough to why like, man, if I show up, he might actually do good. Like like a lot of children feed off of. Fanfare, if that makes sense. Even even today in professional sports, players feed off of fanfare. So I give her all the honor, respect. Um, not gonna cry. <laughs> uh, but but I see the eyes watering. But but I I you know I tell her like the last time I saw her, I was like, thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for, you know, still even to this day, like I still mm-hmm. go see her, still spend time with her when I can. Uh, so, th- th- thank you to my aunt Kit. I love you. She probably not gonna watch this. I don't know. I'm, I'll send her a text. Tell her to watch uh, it. Well, one of my cousins is watching. Which uh, she's like my sister. Oh. Uh, and uh, I'm paying tribute to her mother, which is my aunt, uh, Bedina Stedman Martin. Um, Did I meet her? No. Okay. But strong is a light word to compare. She was stubborn. She is stubborn. I was. Is. 
She doesn't require help for nobody. She doesn't want to be a burden to nobody. But when you need her, she's there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be driving my vehicles. I wouldn't be having the jobs I have if it wasn't for her. When I became 18 and everybody was like, oh, you're on your own. She was like, no, you're not. You, you come to my house. And I stayed there. And that's a generational curse, too. Yeah, we're going to talk, we talk about that. We're going to break that down a little bit. Uh, but it was through her that no matter what I had been through, I was always welcome home. She never just said, nah, you can't stay here. I was saying if I had some tissue. <laughs> now, I'm not going to cry because the way she treats me, she... <laughs> The way she she always gave me a swift kick when I needed, you know. Right. That's and right now she, you know, she's doing her thing and and steady being strong, you know. And the way we re, the way we bounce off each other is like I'll be so happy to see her. We 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 chatted up and it's just great knowing somebody who has your back no matter what the circumstances is. And I'll admit some things have changed. She's had a have had about leukemia and stuff and she she she's become a little weaker but still nonetheless she's still a powerful woman to me and just a shout out to you Aunt Nina uh, mama oh oh yes and uh I'm sorry it goes for me too so <laughs> I, I love aunt you good Aren't yeah. you cool? Especially when they raise you like they own. Right. And and, uh, and she stayed on me like my, my aunt kid came 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 up to the school like on like on the was it was it Coach Carter? Well uh what's her name? It was like He can answer it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're talking about <laughs> Yeah, she'd sit there in the classroom and be like, No, go go ahead do what you normally do as if I wasn't here. Like No, I can't do that. Uh, no, no. Mm-mm. But uh, when I was in college, uh, Miami was always asking me about how I do this, how I do that. And she, you know, she ain't throw a lot of tasks on me. She just knew my strong suits and she worked with them. And I love that. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to the aunt. Yes. The cool aunt. All right. We're going to speed through these relationship advice. Um, Your significant other is is angry, upset about something that happened at work. How do you calm her down? Let's keep it PG. No. (laughs) I can't play with this bed. I can't play with this bed for real off of it. But no. Uh, I go, I ain't gonna say I shut my mind off, but when my wife is mad, she talks. I let her vent. Rule number one. If you're married and your girl comes home with some mess, let her vent. Don't even say, don't, don't say anything. Just let her, because my wife be having some issues at work and she come home. Guess what happened today? Hold on, let me. Word. She had you printed out the fax machine. Uh-uh, not my baby. <laughs> I sit up there and go into this mode where I just listen. And, or she tells to uh, to her coworkers, and they should say something. And I'm like, that heifer. I don't really say heifer, I say something else. That heifer. I can't mm. believe, really? Oh, they like that. Ugh. Why do you work with such people? Yeah, see, I'm I'm the same way. Except I'm like, look, do I need to come up there? Who do I need to call? Like, let, so for my wife, like, who do I need to call? Cause I'm about that smoke. Work. See, I I, I tell her I go to jail behind you. 
Like, if it, like that, that's my mindset sometimes. But I do listen. That's obviously the main thing is to listen. All right. Do you consider yourself religious? How important is it that you, that, that your significant other be, believes what you do spiritually? Where, where that question come from? Woo. That's a who. So, so I, I'll start. I don't consider myself to be religious. I am a Christian, you know, down to the T. Um, I don't always do things perfect because I'm not perfect. I'm an imperfect person. My wife is imperfect, but we serve a perfect God. So let's, let's give the scenario if I'm dating and I meet someone. Um, you have to have a relationship with Christ if, if we're going to further anything. Not, not an affair, not a, oh, I know him a little bit. Like, no, can you, can you quote scripture? Can you pray over me? And I, and I feel comfortable with you praying over me. That's where I'm at with that. Like, and that's one of the things that's non-negotiable. Like, and then, and then on top of that, you're, you're going to tell me by showing me how you respond and react to things when, when stuff come up. Mm. Your turn. Why you got to pick on me like you pick oh. on me? Oh, well, we can skip it. No, 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 no. Okay. But no. Um, Who was he yelling at? <laughs> no, <laughs> go ahead. But no, uh, for a lot of y'all who may or may not know, I'm agnostic. And so that means I, I'm not here to prove or disprove people's beliefs, but I will res- I'm going to respect your beliefs. Uh, I've come from a Christian, Baptist background. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. Pentecostal background, praise Jesus, with the temples and being church for five hours. I've come from churches with no uh, denomination type, no, no, none denominational type. God, I think I couldn't get that out. You did that? Yeah. And um, I've come to the conclusion that everybody, whatever helps you become a successful person in life, I cannot condemn. If you are a Christian, like my brother here, and you're doing everything and it's right and you're living in the righteous path, I'm not for the self there. You're worshiping the wrong Jesus. No. That, that, and I realize because my wife is a spiritualist too. You know, we just spiritual people. We believe there's certain energies out there. If you push to it, it brings back what you want. You know? But if you sit up there and you, do, you push out negative, expect it to fall away. Same way with God's grace. If you sit up there and play with his grace, he's going to take it from be in some type of certain position or predicament because you ignore who he is or how uh, and what led to him leading you as a person. So. That's good. I can roll with it. I can dig it. Um, is divorce ever an option for you? Why or why not? I'm going to go first on this too. Um, divorce, is, divorce is not an option. The only way it's an option obviously if if my wife is putting her hands on me. Or if she's, or if she cheats, like just put it to you like that, because we made vows, we made a covenant. That's always my take. So, some things you can put up with in a marriage. Um, disrespect, obviously, is not one. Because you're being disrespectful to your husband. Why is he here? And it, it sh- and obviously, it shouldn't come down to finances or what he's doing in the home as far as raising the children and things like that. No. 
Um, but if, like, like I said, if if you cheat or if you put your hands on me, yeah, we're done. That, that there's no coming back from that. Because if you did it once, you'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, I've already been divorced once, so yeah, it's it's an option for me. If if it can't be fixed, I'm not gonna fix it. That's that's how I feel about it. If it can't be fixed, I'm not gonna fix it. If it if it requires more energy, input that word again, energy. <laughs> it requires more energy to put in, and less energy comes out of it. That's like a bad battery. Why am I still going to this? Why am I going to this source of energy? I'm draining myself. So if I gotta cut you loose, I'm gonna cut you loose. But me and my baby been together eleven years. Ain't nothing to cut loose. So. Right. I made a promise to myself that this one don't work out. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just stop. Right. Just did You gonna do hammer time? Huh? <laughs> I think you do hammer time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Your significant other catches a case, and is going to be locked up for a long time. Bro, we just talked about this yesterday. Keep going. Keep going. Would Would you hold him down to leave? So here, here, <laughs> here's the only way I stay. If someone does something to our children, to where. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna hold it down because it was within reason. Anything else, especially if you and my girlfriend, I'm done. <laughs> Deuces. So, I did the reverse of this. Like, there, I don't know if you, oh, you ain't on social media. You on your? I'm on detox. Detox. There we go. You on your detox. This this only this is the only social media you're gonna get from me today. Okay. And so what happened? Me and my wife we saw this article talking about it. the dude say, "Hey, babe, thanks for not snitching on me." Serving, uh, she served 20 years for me. I was like, uh, no. If I knew you didn't cry, trip, 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 yeah. trip, trip, you're going down. You should have did it. And so I said, what would you do, baby? She said, trip, 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 she going to tell on me. So I was like, yeah, you know what? That's right. And, you know? and so it was so, it's funny. So, but on the reverse scale, well, if, if she did something, it depends on the severity of the crime. If it was some stupid, no, yeah, yeah. I'm going to file them papers. Right, because the thing is, like, like, like if it has something to do with the children, like, if, if if someone is trying to molest or rape your children. Oh, yeah. If she shoots them in the head, you best believe, baby. I got uh, you. I got you. You serving 10, 15? We'll, yeah. we'll still be here. I'll definitely be there for them conjugal visits. I'll, exactly. Whatever you need, mail right. me or fax me or whatever, I'm there. Now, if you out there selling drugs behind the house and you get caught, <laughs> nah. Yeah. You out there doing things you're supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah. If you embezzling money, because I'm gonna think like, where you getting? Where's his money at? First off, because because we supposed to move on up back to Jefferson. Right. But yeah, ba- based on the severity of the crime, yeah. I'll... Right. So, what are your thoughts on casual sex? I'm gonna go first again, because um, don't do it. Like if. Because sex complicates things. And the one thing, and I think I've shared this before, the one, uh, I guess, disease you want to call it, that no one talks about is the spiritually transmitted demon. So think about this. Let's say, and I'm not, this is not me putting you on blast, so let's say um, you slept with five women and you sleep with your wife. And she slept with, and I'm not talking about you. I'm, this is not you per se. I don't know how many people you slept with. So 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 let's say she slept with ten guys. All of those spirits that those guys slept with are being transferred to her, not being transferred to you, and vice versa. 
Mm-hmm. So, so now you trying to figure out why you acting crazy, why she acting crazy. Why you acting weird with me? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, hmm. hmm. Uh, okay. So it's like, <laughs> you know, we we got to bring it back. So it's it's like, don't do it if you're not willing to marry that person. Cause it's gonna complicate things. It's gonna be like, cause it's gonna be like one thing is, uh, are we a thing? I'm like, I don't know. I thought we were just having casual sex, baby. How you doing? I just thought everything was cool, baby. But you call me baby. I was like, call everybody baby. You know what I'm saying, baby? <laughs> like, like, don't do it if you're not willing to marry the person. And this goes for guys and women. It's not just women being like, keep your legs closed. No, man, keep your pants up. Literally, over your waist, not under your butt. Cause otherwise, you're gay. Yeah. But um, me and the casual sex thing, okay. Um, coming from a predominantly white institute, PWI for you folks out there, uh, uh, Stephen F. Austin, um, it's dangerous. <laughs> I dangerous. I side with my boy here because I, I have, I, I didn't happen to me, but I witnessed many of my friends who just engage in these escapades with these women and men and. Feelings starts to arise, and, and they want titles, and they're like, no, I like it the way it is. And I've seen men get their key cars keyed, and women get their windshields busted, and fights break out of the club because Cindy decides to go with Eric and have a little good time, and Eric blows her back out. And then she goes to the club, and Eric is with Monica. <laughs> Eric is with Monica, and she's looking like, what are you doing? And the next thing you know, like, I'm doing. I'm just out here with Monica. What's your problem? And then next thing you know, she's like, I can't believe you. Then all of a sudden, we had bullfrogs, and she leaves. And next thing you know, you hear bang, and you're like, What is going on? There's a big old concrete wall, a big old concrete rock in that dude's window. So he can suck on that, Eric, and she takes off. So yeah, um, if if you're not gonna commit to the person, nah, because he. And then on the vice versa side, if if it ends up being bad casual sex, I've seen that too, <laughs> and it doesn't end for you well because you sit up there you talking yeah, you all mightily and yeah, girl, yeah, you know what yeah, what's my name? You, yeah, you, yeah. uh, John, John, yes. <laughs> no, my name's Rick. Oh, what? Really? Oh, okay. I can I've, tell. I've seen I've seen folks sit up there and do something. And he's bragging around, and she's like, first of all. He was like a Vienna and just wasn't doing anything for me. And now his feelings are hurt. The next thing you know, he was buying her stuff and he literally took all the stuff out the room when she was when she wasn't even in the room because she gave him access to the room. So she came back, bed sheets, shoes, <laughs> all food, gone. So and women like to eat just like men like to eat. Yes, yes. So when you sit up there and you decide to just have random casual sex, know there's random casual consequences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, which childhood experience has shaped you the most? Um, me being told I wasn't going to amount to anything. That's real quick. That shaped me the most. What childhood experience shaped me the most? I would be dark when my mom died. You were still a child then. And everything she told Because I remember you was in the... Because I think you missed like two or three weeks of school because of... Yeah. Uh, I remember that. And so, what happened was, 
in that two or three weeks I was going through what I was going through, I I had to change because like weeks before, because I, I stayed at my aunt's and she played with me. Uh, she would call me and I would play with her and call her back. And you know I was just I was a phone pranker and stuff. Oh, it's time for my whoopie. This is And so when I got the news and she, she died or whatever, it just hit me. And through that process, I had to metamorphosize myself to still be me, but remember what everything my mom told me. And a lot of that practice she gave me, I apply today. Rule number one, do for yourself first before you do for others. Rule. <laughs> Absolutely. And number two, make sure that you take care of, if, you have, if, you have, if you're in a relationship, Take care of home first before you take care of anything else. Right. That's what's up. And I'll be honest, that's not a dark place. That's something that happens a lot. Like, it. I mean, I'm fortunate that my mother passed when I was an adult versus me being a child because who knows what I would have done. All right, the last one is, when in a relationship, do you feel it's appropriate to have a best friend of the opposite sex? Opposite sex? Why or why not? Um... If it's strictly platonic, like, if y'all have never done anything, I don't see an issue with it, obviously. Obviously, your wife is your best friend first. And there are boundaries that must be set. Uh, and it's watching. <laughs> I, I, I'm, look, I'm only saying that just, just to be messy. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just being funny, but... She doesn't mind it. Uh, the good thing is making sure that boundaries are set. There you go. Um, Cause I still have a few best friends that still call me from time to time, and I didn't set boundaries from when we are together. That was my fault. And yeah, those boundaries have crossed a couple times. So I was like, hey, 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 right. hey, 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 hey. How about we do it like this? When I contact you, we create that space. Just, just don't contact me right. anymore. Right. And again, every, everything is done within boundaries. Yeah, you know, we, we talk trash and everything. I as two folks to this very day that I've done nothing with, but they understand that when I call them, we create that space then. Right. So let me ask you this question. So do you believe that that it, it's it's possible if it's if it may, if it stays platonic? Like if if there's no Oh, we used to sleep together, but we became friends after that. Like, nope, not doing that because that person knows you, in a sense, intimately. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, cause, cause I have one friend that, that's that's like actually I had I had two, but things changed, and you know who I'm talking about. Yep. Um, but well, that second one, you was oblivious to the fact. <laughs> right. You didn't even know. Right, I'm but everybody else is like, we know. Right, so, <laughs> but you know, like if it, as long as it's strictly platonic, like, it, I'm, you know, it, you know, like I said, it has to be boundaries, obviously. All right, now we're done with the news. Let's talk about this sports college football weekend. This past weekend was bananas. There were so <laughs> many great games. Um, starting with Arkansas and Ole Miss, fifty-two, fifty-one. Arkansas lost because they went for two points. Not, not mad at that. Not mad at that. You're on the road. Best way to beat the team is to shock the crowd. So had they got it, you know, would have won. If it was the fifth, we all be jumped. Yep. 
Uh, the Red River rivalry turned out to be one of the better games that came on from uh, already jam-packed weekend. Oklahoma won 55-48. Boo. Still Texas all day. Um, it was a good game. Like, but Texas jumped out to a 28-7 lead, and they really thought they had it. Ugh. No, they would have had it. But, you know, like I shared with you, so during, I think, the, the end of the second quarter, going into the second half, right before the ball was snapped, oh, you shifted their line. So when they shifted their line, Texas didn't know who to block. And it made room for someone to shoot up the A and B gap, hit the quarterback. I mean, Texas still rallied to make it a good game, but I was just like, and then shout out to was it Caleb Williams? Boy came in, took took um Spencer Rattler's spot. I hope Spencer Rattler is no longer the starter, but who knows? Cause Spencer Rattler is a low budget Pat Mahomes. He's a little bit arrogant. Yeah, I went there. But honestly, yeah. honestly, if if you go on Netflix watch QB one, I think it's the third season. Watch him how arrogant he is. He got this whole mindset. Cause I think they're in Arizona, and his backup quarterback had a better QBR than him. He was just trying, but he's trying to be like, oh, you ain't that good. Like, it's kind of like how many you were when, 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 let's say you do something better than me, and I still try to pass you for it, for mm-hmm. something else, you know, like that. And I'm like, come on, bro. Uh, Maryland lost Ohio State. That was a disturbing game. I, I, I would rather watch a wounded horse, because Ohio State yeah. tattooed their name on them. Yeah. Time. Georgia uh, beat Auburn 34-10. Game of the week. Was Penn State versus Iowa number four versus number and, three? And that game was the title of for real. That, right. Yeah. That that game held its own. My my Nittany Lions fought hard, but they came down to the uh, Iowa wanted it more. Right. Um, <laughs> Michigan beat Nebraska. Um, how serious is Michigan? We don't know. Still don't know. Still don't know. Right. Notre Dame beat Virginia Tech thirty-two twenty-nine. That was a slobber knock. Yeah. Um, I, I watched that. That was that was a decent game. Number one, Alabama, who's no longer number one. We're going to get into that in a few minutes. Lost to Texas A&M, 41 So, watching that game, right, I want to go to an A&M game. Oh, it's intense. Right. It's like, intense. Like, I've, I've heard the stories of the stadium actually rising. Rattling. Yes, yes, it's true. Like, watching it on TV, and I'm like, I want to go. I want to go to one game, like, and, and don't and don't let it be like a, a top ranked game, like, like if it if it's, if it's somebody like Missouri coming in, not gonna have the same effect, but if it's like an LSU or Alabama for that matter, coming into town, oh yeah, I want to be there for that. Um, when I was in college before A and M moved to SEC, they had a uh, they had a game against somebody I can't remember, and we drove up there. And we just sat there. And for those three hours, it was so intense. Just, oh, like just, just, it was nuts. And after the game was over, I had this urge to transfer there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to AM. I'm going to AM. Right. Right. I'm like, I had to step back and realize I said, I can't afford AM. But <laughs> I'm right. going to go to AM. Because, right. oh my God, it, it was, oh. You can't. You have to go like when you go to one game. You have to go to a couple because you the the first level of intensity when you first go to that first game. You have to wane that off by going to two other games because it it, it, it rattles you to your core. Like I have to go to more. Right. So yes, please, 
Put that put that on your bucket list. Yes. Go so, to one. So, so my bucket list is to go to a Clemson game. I prefer a nighttime game, so, you know, because when they roll up the rock and they run down the field, I want to do that. Um, I want to go to a whiteout, Penn State. One of the, I've seen those. I want to go to one so bad, um, too. I want to go to an LSU game at nighttime. Like, going to one in daytime is not the same feeling as going to an LSU game at nighttime. Um, I think that's about it. Like, But, man, you can go to an A&M game day or night. That energy is there. Oh, absolutely. And then if it's against a, against another big school, oh, oh yeah, God, it's so intense. So college football this week is week seven. We're in um, number twelve Oklahoma is playing number twenty five Texas. Uh, Central Fo- Central Florida is playing number three Cincinnati. I'm glad Cincinnati's getting love now. They it forever. Yeah, well, you know how it is. They they want to see the Power Five playing the uh, college football playoff. Auburn is playing number 17, Arkansas. That game is, well, we'll see. Bo Nix. Mm, we'll see. Bo, that dude, Number 20, Florida against LSU. The game of the week, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be much of a game, but who knows. Uh, number 11, Kentucky is playing number one, Georgia. Kentucky sneaky. We'll see. Kentucky sneaky. You, Bo- ain't, got, you ain't get to 11 for no reason. Right. I mean, and but Georgia known the because it's in their blood to choke. Yeah, Atlanta. It started with Atlanta versus New England. Ever since then, any Georgia team chokes. Yeah, well, Georgia been choking for a minute. Yeah. Um, number nineteen BYU was going into Baylor. Baylor's probably gonna have a bounce back game. I'm hoping they have a bounce back after they lost to Oklahoma State last week. Um, number five Alabama is playing Mississippi State. Dad Prescott ain't playing, so Alabama. Alabama is probably going to roll <laughs> all over them. And number 22, NC State is playing Boston College. Um, I think both teams are like 4-1 or 5-1 and one or something like that. So that should be a good game. All right. The NFL. Let's talk about the Thursday night games. Uh, the, C- no, the Rams beat the Seahawks. Yes, they did. Right. I had to remember. I'm sorry I didn't put the score in. But the Rams won. Uh they got an interception late off Geno Smith. This time he didn't get punched. Um, Bam. Boom. Giants lost to the Cowboys. 44-20. I was wild out for the complaint because I have Zeke in my fantasy. That's it. Right. And he the Packers, in a surprisingly great game, beat the Bengals 25-22. The, the Bengals, I, mean, I don't know if it's Joe Burrow's presence. Like this. What you're going to see in the next 10 years if they stay together, Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. Cause, cause I, I'm I'm feeling this Bengals team. I really am. Trust me, Burrow to Chase is gonna be the it's gonna be the motto. I guess Chase finally got over his fields of how the ball feel now, huh? Cause uh, not I, going there. Moving yeah, cause on. he was like, cause I'm not used to the stripes in the round. Yeah, he, he got used to it. Go ahead. Like Burrow threw a ball that Savage for the Bengals, not Bengals for the Packers was this close to knocking down. Jamar Chase caught it turned around and walked in the end zone. Like, it was a nice throw. Like, Burrow, yeah, I guess, like the LSU days. Now, just mention if Justin Jefferson go there. Justin Jefferson, go to go to Cincinnati and, and re-up that uh, LSU. Well, that'll be kill. Yeah. Um, Patriots beat the Texans. As you do. No surprise. Texans were up for the most part in that game. And then what? Yeah, then the second half. Wah, wah, wah. Right. The, the Saints beat the Washington football team. Um, the the Browns 
lost to the Chargers in a great game. That, that was I'm, an electric game. That Justin I'm, Herbert. Hey, I'm mad at because Justin Herbert got me 50 fantasy points. I had him on the bench because I'm, I'm believing in Russell Wilson. Don't worry about it. Russell Wilson out for the next five weeks. Might not get his spot back. Russell Wilson might not get his spot back. I was going to say, Geno played a decent game except for that pick he threw. Yeah, but that's only because Wilson ain't failed. Like, he slipped. Like, like, like those, those plays like that, like, you, you, you can't fault the quarterback if he's making the play and the, and the guy slips. Okay. Um, like, certain, like, certain interceptions you don't fault. Like, if the ball gets tipped uh, or whatever, like, let's say the receiver tries to catch it and it tips and, the, and like, that shouldn't be on the quarterback. quarterback that should be on there. Because if you touch it, you catch it. That's always been the rule. Um, the 49ers lost to the Cardinals 10-17. That was a good game, too. That was a, that was a defensive game. Sunday night game, the Bills beat the Chiefs 38-20. Could we see the Bills in the Super Bowl? Big Poss- question the possibility is, is strong. Question is, can they win it? Because last I checked, they 0 for 4. Or, as we say in Houston, they 0 for 4. Colts and the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson, probably him, him Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, probably the front runner for MVP. Man, because they was down. Like, they, yeah, they were down, I think, like 21 to 3 or 24 to 3 or something like that. Yeah, and now they're down 25 to 7. And, oh, yeah. and, and your boy came through because I got plenty of points off him. Lamar Jackson, 448 yards passing. And, and he had 100 yards rushing. Exactly. And they do their. Yeah, he's out there. Like, and he did most of his passing from the pocket. What? Yeah, if you watch the game. His passes, most of they came I from the I was at work when the game was on, but yeah. You watch the highlights. You see him, he shoveling his feet like he paid Manning. Yeah, could. And he, he, oh, man, 448, mostly from the pocket. I guess yeah. he's taking notes. Right. Well, you know, people criticize him because he only does plays and this and he does that. They can't win. They, they can't come from behind the win. Well, he just proved that. So this week, Thursday night football, the Buccaneers versus the Eagles. Who you got? Don't worry, I'm gonna answer that for you. We both going with the Buccaneers. Dang it! <laughs> no, 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 no one's putting any stock into the Eagles. I mean, Jalen Hurts might do a little something, but that's yeah. about it. Cowboys and the Patriots playing. That might be. That's probably gonna be a good game. I say Pats. Mac Jones, his field vision is ridiculous. He he gonna he gonna make Diggs work. Y'all are safety and he's Diggs is. How you gonna make him work? And they both played on the same team. That's that's what I'm saying. He gonna make him work by by passing it to somebody else. Who you gonna who you gonna pass the ball to? Don't know, don't know, don't know yet. It ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be John New Smith. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, John New. Actually, I'm not sorry. I know. I know that after the, after the first quarter, if if uh, the Patriots ain't leading and the, and the Cowboys ain't scored nothing, and that, and now who, who who's on who's on the defense that's gonna stop Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup? Cedric Wilson. Negro, you're going against the greatest coach of all time. You're going against Bill the Chill Belichick, man. Yeah, you know, you're going to, um, on the Dallas now, like we just beat Houston. We'll go on the Dallas. And, he, and what does he do? He takes it from week to week. Right. So that means he. I'm, and I, I'm, I'm not just picking the Cowboys because I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm picking the Cowboys because their offense is, is sick right now. And their offense is sick. But we gotta we go we gonna see if they can get past Mr. Belichick's schemes because you know he's a man of adjustments. Oh yeah, he'll sit up there and say, "I'm gonna let Zeke do this," and they'll tie up hold little Zeke out. <laughs> but he has a backup in Tony Pollard, who's who's playing just as good as Zeke. Ah, 
Uh, I will see. And he started my fantasy. So Tom Pollard. Tony, I mean, Tony Pollard. Give you boy some points. Now nah, I'm playing. Texans and the Colts. Um, a battle of one in, what, one in four I don't care about this game. No one cares. But I have to say because, you know, we have a Houston fan base. So we got to mention the Texans. Okay. It's just like we got to mention, like, certain teams, like, we got to mention the Rockets. Okay. Even though, right. Like, <laughs> like so, so what I do is I mention our teams, yeah. and then I mention the Texans or the Astros or the Rockets, yeah. you know, yeah. because it's we're in Houston. Yeah. If we was in another state, it'd be different. The Chiefs and the football team, no one cares. Pat Mahomes might go off this game. No, 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 that front four. No, you don't. You cannot knock that front four from Washington, my guy. They just let Jameis, thirty for thirty, Mister Thirty for Thirty. Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, Jameis was blind. He got the surgery. Now he can see. He can see how how yeah yeah he had a he had to come to meeting with Jesus. He had to uh, come to Jesus to meet. Moving on, probably one of the better games. Actually, two of the better games is coming on Chargers versus the Ravens. Um, Ooh, and the that's Cardinals. a fantasy. That's a fantasy dream right there. And the Cardinals and the Browns. That's gonna. I think that's gonna be a defense deadlock on that one. Though. That, that ain't gonna be a high scoring game. I think. I think Cardinals still gonna win because I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Sunday night game: Seahawks versus the Steelers. Um, don't care because no, 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 no. I'm gonna say Seahawks because I want Geno Smith to win. I want. I want his jaw to heal, and I want him to it, win. It's, it's been a few years, but I'm hopefully heals. Hopefully, he don't get hit in the jaw. By getting tackled, he'd be like, "My job." Because the Steelers without Juju, uh, without Juju, he got to go to Claypool, and they're gonna double up on Claypool. He really has no other weapons. Right. Eric Ebron hadn't done anything, and I had him on my fantasy last year too. He, he, he quiet as all get out. Right. And the Monday night game, the Bills and the Titans. I don't and know. I, I actually, I think it's gonna be a better game than than this perceived. I hope Derek is Derek Henry hurt. Nope, he just ain't he just ain't hit his stride yet. But oh, when he do? That's that's what I'm I'm waiting for that. Uh, Josh Norman, my advice to you is just lay down so you don't get stiffed on again. <laughs> right, because he he was talking on the trade last time and he knocked him on his back. Right, so the playoffs, MLB playoffs, playoffs. Uh, White Sox and the Astros. Houston won the series three to one. Um. I'm a little upset because our, our hope was to see the Dodgers and the White Sox in a World Series, but it didn't happen that way. We got beat 10 to 1. That is disrespectful. The Astros didn't have to do all that. You already got your day championship. White Sox got theirs too. You know what? Ain't nobody asking you all that. Just saying. But I look at it as, as a revenge thing because, remember, Astros and the White Sox did play in the World Series before, and the White Sox got their first championship by blowing the back out of the Astros in the second portion of the game of each of the four games they played. Right. So, I look at revenge. Yeah. Long time coming. Yeah, but the stakes were not on the line as much as it was back then. You're right, but still. Because that's when Jeff Bagwell was Brown Paper Bagwell. Let's get there. Um, Red Sox and the Rays. Red Sox um, won that series 3-1 to also, and they're playing the Astros. First game is Friday night. Um, the Rays won 100 games, but they remind me of the Minnesota Timberwolves when they had Kevin Garnett. They do good during the season. Playoffs come. That day, all right. Where's Where's Waldo? So who the Braves play? Uh, they played one of the Dodgers and the Giants. The Braves beat the Brewers. They won the series three one. Ooh boy! I know the Braves are like we want the Dodgers. 
I know they do. Because y'all, y'all blasted them this season. Mm-hmm. They were revenge. And the Dodgers and the Giants. Series is tied 2-2. This has been a good series. I, I've, been, I've been wanting to watch it, but they've been playing at night. So like, I, and I'll say this. Game three was probably one of the better games, even though the uh, Dodgers lost, because defense was out the roof. Like, plays were being made. Brandon Crawford, like, Mookie Betts hit a line drive. And bam. Brandon Crawford jumped up. The uh, the, the exit velo was like 110 off the bat. And he skied up. And caught it. Caught it. That was that was the game. Like, <laughs> like not, not, not even going to lie, because cause the Giants won 1-0. Um, Scherzer made a bad pitch. He got sent over the wall. That was the only run scored. And it was always back and forth. So, I loved it. So, we'll see. We'll find out Thursday if the Dodgers are moving on. All right. We're almost done, y'all. Aren't y'all happy? Yay. We're happy, too. Boxing news as we talk about Fury beat Dante Wilder. Fury is probably going to go down as one of the greatest boxers of all time. As one of the greatest. Uh, you can say one of the greatest. Dante Fury needs to go on. No, not Dante. Dante Wilder. Yeah. Go he, and retire and no, he's not gonna retire. He he just he needs to add more to his arsenal. He I, I told um a guy I work with, um, I told him, I said he reminds me of a heavyweight Zap Judah. Like he's good for four rounds, and after that, if you get past those four rounds, you have a chance to win. But that I, I saw that fight. That was a slobber knocker fight. That was a slug fest. They was eating. Right. But Deontay Wilder, you can't go in there hoping you connect with that right hand and then Tyson Fury got up the second time too. After you connected with it, after you connected like, with it, and he got up, and you like, what can you do? Stop trying to wait on that one punch. Learn how to be a technical boxer. I'm just saying. Floyd Floyd Mayweather has been a technical boxer his entire career, and it shows. He he had the, he had the strongest, most doesn't pack the powerful punch, but he's very technical. When he sit up there and hit and hit him, when I saw that final punch that knocked Dante Wilder down, and I was like, oh yeah, he was out. Like that. like. I, I, I saw his spirit leave his body. That's what I'm saying. I was like, rock the Because Because what happened is, I was um, watching it, and I was like, from the 6th, 7th, and 8th round, no, the 7th, 8th, and 9th round, I was like, why is he not hitting him? Oh, I know what he's doing. Like, I was wondering why Fury wasn't hitting Wilder when Wilder was throwing them wild punches. I'm like, oh, he waiting on the right time. 10th round come, through one of them wild punches, you hit a smack like. Yep. And even the announcer was like, oh, he went down. And I'm like, living round came. Fury was waiting on him again. When his sin, I seen his body do this. I'm like, I saw the ghost. His his spirit left his body. <laughs> Never to return. All right, so Anthony Joshua is demanding a rematch against um, Alexander Usyk. Um, it's probably going to happen. Edgar Berlanga. That fight with Usyk was not bad. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, Edgar Berlanga knocks out another one. I wonder will he ever lose? The way he's looking. No. Age will beat him before he uh, before he loses. Right, I believe that. NBA news. Kyrie Irving cannot return to Brooklyn unless he is fully committed to the team. I don't blame him. Last year, you you taking days off because you feel like basketball is not that important to you, but they paying you millions of dollars. Now I get it that you're you know giving your money to George Floyd's daughter and you doing this and you doing that. That's fine. That's great. But you still have a job to do. 
Like, that's perfect. You have an off-season. Want to donate money? Donate it during the off-season. Like, don't do it while the season is about to start. I don't blame you. Lob City and Showtime. So, could you imagine? Like, you got Westbrook, Rondo, point guards that can bob it up to DeAndre Jordan, Anthony Davis. Even LeBron could throw one up to himself if he felt like it. Or Anthony could throw one up to LeBron. I, I, I get depressed now because basketball is not going to be interesting no more. Well, it's never been inter- inter- interesting for Sacramento, so. Shut up. But I'm talking about basketball as a general. Because I look at that Lakers roster, and I'm like, so there's probably two people on there that's not going to tri- contribute nothing and get a championship ring. But that's in that's in most NBA. No. Yes. No. No. Not no. Listen to me. Listen to my side. I just give me give me thirty seconds. Okay. Gotta close it out. I say no, because you have a roster within a roster that can be recycled in any given format to accumulate whatever points are needed. So. The last two people on the roster are only going to come in if one of those folk are hurt. You have, what, 11 people on a full roster, right? So you got five starters. Then you got five switchers. Within them 10 people, you can switch and still get the W you want. So that's going to be boring to me because guess what? Your gold, your golden boys are going to get that ship, that chip. And it bothers me because it's, it's a walk in the park, okay? Not really. Who, who, who going to so, stop them, no? So, who going to stop them, no? Age. But age comes wisdom. You know what? Bruh. So, hold on. So, so you mean to tell me, we, we, can, we can look at last year's team, Milwaukee's roster. Um, The only reason why Giannis' brother got playing time was because he's Giannis' brother. Not because he's actually a good player. Thanasis, Antetokounmpo, hmm. But he got a ring, though. That's what I'm saying. He got. He was able to play in the playoffs but with his brother. That, but that's every team. Oh, God. That's every team. We can go back to the Rockets. Charles Jones. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but but the, the, the Bulls team. Jed Bushler. <laughs> like... Me, NBA player, and the former champion. Da, 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 da. Who is that nigga? Right. <laughs> Who are you? But prime example. So, so did, did, did you watch the documentary of the Dream Team? No, not yet. It, it's it's been on NBA TV or whatever. Anyway, so the documentary of the Dream Team, right? The the stars are Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, stuff like that. Clyde Drexler. So when they were in Barcelona, wherever they were. John Stockton was walking around. No one knew who he was. No one knew who he was until his son pointed out on the lady's shirt, that's my dad. Oh, you on the team? Yeah, I'm on the team. Like, but it was just like, like, yeah. oh, even not even that. So they had to have one college player. Obviously, we know Christian Leitner didn't get no playing time, but he got a gold medal. Like, it happens. It's, it's, it's the same thing with the Buccaneers, Keyshawn Johnson. I didn't even know he was on the roster, but he got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, I knew he was on the roster as a fan. Well, you're a fan of the Buccaneers. Not, not saying it in a bad way, but. So, Ben Simmons has returned to Philly. I kind of don't know what to expect. Let's hope he returned with a jump shot. 
Um, that mean it did did not mean to uh, laugh so hard. So. Um, also, Daryl Morey is trying to get James Harden in Philly. Yeah, let's trade him for Ben Simmons. Why not? Better be even trade. I forgot Daryl Morey left Houston. I'm like, why right, is he and he's in Philly? That's like, why did Houston guy trying to get back Harden? No, he wants to. He Philly. Him Philly. and Ben Simmons. He'll actually have a real center. Yes, White Howard not a real center. I said what I said. Uh, the NBA season starts Tuesday. Can't wait. Excited. I'm bored. <laughs> All right. Lakers gonna get another championship. Final thoughts. Um, you will never please everybody all the time. This comes from the Dave Chappelle stand-up. Um, we live in a society in America, KKK, uh, um, where if you please the white people, the black people are not going to be pleased. If you please the black people, the white people are not going to be pleased. Or if you please the black people, everybody's not going to be pleased. Who knows? It's like, it's a, it's a, leave it up. Um, like, who knows? Who, like, who cares? Like, everybody's not going to be pleased. So, with this whole alphabet community that is so, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> black joke is funny, <laughs> white joke is funny, <laughs> Asian joke is funny. That joke towards me, that's not funny. You're phobic. You're some type of phobic. Nah, really not. We're just telling jokes like everybody else. So, not going to be able to please everybody. Trust me. I can't please everybody all the time. I got four other people that live in my house. I can't please everybody. Because everybody want to watch their own TV show. Teenage daughter want to watch something K-pop. My wife want to watch, like, The Good Wife or some crime show. Obviously, I want to watch sports. Robin want to watch, um... Yo Gabby. Yo uh, Gabby Gabba. No, not Yo Gabby. It's uh, uh, on Netflix. Yo Gabby, she like cats or whatever. Oh. And then Junior, he wants to watch Paw Patrol. Like, we got to make a decision on what we're going to watch. So it's it's a mixed bag. So, you know, of course, y'all know the music that we play. We don't own the rights. Song was by. Cute Flow and Rapzilla. The name of the song? Key to Life. Key to Life. Not Money, Power, Respect. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. So until next time, this is your boy Daydrin. And your boy Steven. And until next time, peace. peace.